0: KFGO. This This is is it takes Takes two with Amy Amy and JJ. JJ. Now heard throughout the region with 100,000 watts on 104.7 FM, 94.1 FM FM in the FM Metro, Metro. the KFGO mobile app, KFGO.com, and on on the triple towers towers of power, the the mighty mighty 790 News Radio, KFGO. This is It Takes Two, Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. And if you've been to KFGO.com, you will notice that it is all decked out for the month of March. When you enter KFGO.com, you will see big blue ribbons there to enter you into our site because it is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and our awareness sponsor is Dakota Gastroenterology clinic. And so our our KFGO.com has been all decked out in blue and will continue to be through the month of March. And there's a very good reason behind that. And we want to call a little attention to Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month with Pat Munson, who joins us in the studio now. Pat, welcome to KFGO.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I was so sad we missed you last year. So I'm so glad to have you back this year to talk about Rach. Um, Let's first. First things first, let's let
1: let's talk about Rachel a little bit. Well, that is one of my favorite topics, as you know. <laughs> yes. I could talk um, on and on about Rachel. Uh, uh, you knew her uh, yes. personally, Amy. So, I did. Um, she was a very special person, um, and uh, her spirit continues to be uh, among, among us and live among us uh, uh, because it's, she was a very strong spirit. Uh, everybody who knew her loved her uh she had uh as soon as you met her you were her friend uh and she had this remarkable laugh um it was uh it, it was like more of a guffaw or a, a she just it was a very uh, bold happy laugh and uh those are the
0: best kind of people yeah she
1: just if you heard it uh you you had to laugh with her uh she was just she, she was funny she was warm uh, she was an empath, um, so if you hurt, she hurt. Everybody went to her with their problems and uh, went away feeling better because she had the ability to uh, kind of bring you in and and uh, really understand what it was that was making you hurt and, uh, and help you with it. Um, when she was diagnosed, uh, she didn't tell anybody. Uh, not too many people knew that. That she had cancer, and uh, as a result of it, uh, you know, she she went through three and a half years, uh, really fighting it um, on her own with just a few close friends. Um, with the type of cancer that she had, uh, you don't always uh, show it uh, externally. So uh, she she was uh, she was a beautiful person, uh, always looked healthy. Uh, never wanted to be known as the girl with cancer so continued to work uh, all the time she even worked while she was undergoing chemo and radiation uh, took some time off of course when she had surgery uh, other than that she was just uh, herself and uh, Rachel as herself was a remarkable incredible person and um, So the world without her, um, our life without her is, uh, is very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had to make a lot of adjustments. Uh, You know, we, we miss her. Um, like I say, the, the world is, is not the same.
0: She was so young. Mm -hmm. She was so young. And I think colon cancer for a long time has been kind of considered an old person's cancer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I feel like Rachel was sort of the first person I knew diagnosed with this, but it feels like I went over that cliff and I've been falling ever since. I feel like there's people diagnosed younger and younger all the time. And um, and I was looking it up this weekend just out of curiosity, and um, a recent published report from the American Cancer Society finds that diagnosis of colon cancer in people younger than 55 doubled, Mm -hmm. going from 11% in 1995 to 20% in 2019.
1: That's right. And another interesting um, aspect of that, Amy, is that people over the age of 50, the, the diagnosis of colorectal cancer has decreased. It's decreased in people over 50 and doubled the incidence of uh, the diagnosis of colorectal cancer in people under the age of 50 has doubled. It is, right now, it is the second leading uh, cause of cancer, <coughs> cancer deaths in the United States, or I should say globally. Not just yeah. in the United States, but globally. And by the year 2030, which is not very far away, it is going to be the leading uh, cause of cancer deaths globally. Uh, so think about that. The leading cause: one in twenty-three men and one in twenty-five women will get colorectal cancer. Wow! I just in the risks. The risks are so high, and that is why when. Um, you know, when March rolls around, we kind of roll out the blue everything mm-hmm. to raise awareness because uh, the signs and symptoms of colorectal cancer are really the signs and symptoms of a lot of other things. Right. So when... It can be
0: just like a week of we- eating weird things or... Like JJ just
1: did in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean... Changing bowel habits, that happens to a lot of us all the time. We can travel somewhere and our bowel habits change. Unexplained abdominal pain also can happen randomly if we eat something strange or we drink something strange or we don't have enough in our system. I mean, I think abdominal cramping, we kind of, we push off to be a lot of things all the time. Right. Um, weight loss or constipation Constipation or bloody stool. I mean, all of these things are really things that I think people experience off and on on a pretty consistent basis.
1: Well, off and on is not so bad. But when you say consistent basis, that's when you really do need to talk to a provider, somebody in the healthcare field. And uh, if they say, like in Rachel's case, she had a, of the... The seven most common uh, symptoms of colorectal cancer. Rach had almost all of them. Um, anemia, which is a, a very significant uh, symptom. Anemia means the loss of iron in the blood. Uh, that is that's a significant uh, symptom of cancer, and she had anemia for nine months running, and um, and. Was wasn't wasn't in, that wasn't investigated any further? Uh, she was told that she had uh, blood in her stools. Um, she she was uh, inconsistent uh, bowel habits. That means that sometimes she was constipated, other times she had uh, diarrhea. Um, she was uh, she had you know stomach cramps. So all of that together for a long period of time consistently means there's something wrong. It doesn't mean that you have hemorrhoids, which is what one doctor told her, or irritable bowel syndrome, which, again, she was diagnosed with, or that she was simply under a lot of stress because she had a very stressful job and she was traveling a lot. Uh, Nobody bothered to investigate any further. Number one, because of her age, she was 33, no one would have suspected that she had colorectal cancer. And that was back in 2014, 2015. Uh, and, of course, you know, when you're that that age and you have a busy job, when you're traveling a lot and you don't particularly like to spend a lot of time with doctors, uh, you're, you're happy to believe what the doctors of course, tell you.
0: Of course, of course, of and, course. And, and why would you think that it would be anything else? You wouldn't. Where are we going in terms of finding a way to have the average age of your first colonoscopy be younger. How do we get
1: that to happen? Well, you know that the American Cancer Society now has, they've dropped the, the, um, the age, the average age, uh, for people who do not have symptoms. They've dropped that from 50 to 45. So uh, you can go in for a screening or a colonoscopy, which is the gold standard. You can go in for a colonoscopy at age 45, and you should. Although that's for people without symptoms. If you have symptoms, you absolutely should go in as soon as you are having symptoms. Now, I've, uh, one of the biggest points that we'd like to make is that you have to be your own best advocate. Uh, if, you go, if you have symptoms, you know, I say, I have a bloody stool for a week. That's significant. I go in and tell my provider, you know, I've seen blood in the stool for a week. And the provider says, well, you've probably got a hemorrhoid. Okay, Mr. Provider, Ms. Provider, let's check it out. Let's see. Rachel was told she had hemorrhoids, but nobody bothered to look. When they finally looked, they found a tumor, a huge tumor, which by that time had spread from her colon to her liver, which was stage four, meaning that her chances of survival were cut down significantly. Mm -hmm. And as we know, she only lived for three years. So, Mr. Provider, if you think I've got a hemorrhoid, let's check it out. Let's do a little more examinations. So you have to be your own best provider, or I'm sorry, your own best advocate when you're talking to a provider. So, I mean, that is is one of the big messages that we want to get across, especially to young people who are not good advocates for their own health. Uh, If a doc says it's it's a hemorrhoid, they're more likely than not to say what great, I'll go out and treat the hemorrhoid. I'm not going to go looking for anything uh, more serious than that because I sure as heck don't want to be told that I've got cancer. Nobody wants to be told that. Uh, The point being, however, that if there is something causing the blood in the stool and you get a colonoscopy and they find that it's a polyp and they remove the polyp, nine times out of ten the polyp is benign. There's nothing wrong with it. But if, by any chance, the polyp is precancerous, think of what that means to you. That that precancerous polyp is removed. If it hadn't been, in a few years, it would have been cancer. And you know, chances are, it, it might have cost you your life. Or it would have led to a big surgery followed by chemotherapy, which isn't fun, radiation, a huge change in your lifestyle and uh, your life expectancy.
0: Someone texted in and said, I was a 45-year-old male diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer, and thankfully I beat it after a long battle three mm. years ago. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you wonder, like, what were the symptoms and, and what made you go in? You know, if you have that little inkling or that little bit of a gut feeling that something isn't right or that... If you get to the doctor in the first place, something isn't right. Do your advocating, like you said, because the fact that Rachel was 33 and in the doctor in the first place was strange, you know, and that should have been a sign or a symptom to them that, you know, something wasn't right. Uh, And it's just if we can if we can let more people know, since this is just increasing all of the time and do we know why? I mean, everything that I read yesterday was like, the answer, the conclusion is a bit elusive. We don't, we don't know why. We don't.
1: There's a lot of research being done, and there's research being done globally. Uh, there are doctors or experts in Spain um, and France and in Australia that are spending a lot of time and resources looking into this, but they don't know. And in the United States, they suspect that it has a lot to do with diet, because our young people are not eating particularly healthy foods. Uh, they're looking at obesity. They're looking at smoking and drinking, um, and uh, people just not living a very healthy lifestyle. So uh, exercise is important. Um, and cutting back on uh, unhealthy foods. If we're talking about trying to prevent uh, colorectal cancer, mm-hmm. just think about putting good things into your gut uh, is going to be helpful in preventing colorectal cancer. But they really don't know the cause of, of why it's affecting young people so much at this point. And again, it's not just in the United States. This is it's impacting everywhere. yes the global mm-hmm. population.
0: It's scary. And we're so glad that that um that you're continuing the work. I know that you have a complete Live like Rach isn't just a saying. It's a whole. It's a whole nonprofit at this point, right? It is.
1: Yes, it is. And we have billboards up all over town. Uh, you should be looking for them. We have one a very clever billboard that our creative team put together at DMF. It's all emojis, and it says, "Do you check your poo, the icon <laughs> poo, for blood?" Yeah, and uh, some other very creative ones. Uh, we have the the vertical. Billboards. Uh, One of them is a picture of Rach in her wedding gown. Yes, I've seen that one. I love it. Beautiful bride gone too soon. Yeah, it just breaks my heart every time I see it uh, because she was very happy. Um, She was married um, for a couple of years before she passed away. Um, Yeah, she was. uh, She she's she died at age thirty six. But like like everyone says, that young woman uh, poured more life. Into her yes, she did. <laughs> yes. Than a lot of people did. She traveled the world and uh, made so many friends, and um, just uh, she just lived a she lived a wonderful life. And everyone who knew her loved her, and that is why uh, live like Rach. When we say that live like Rach, we really mean it. You know, we we'd like everyone to have a life like she did, and we'd like to prevent. Uh, what happened to her, uh, prevent that from happening to other people her age. And that's why this nonprofit is so important to us and why I spend as much time as I do uh, talking to people about, you know, uh, their, um, their butts and their poop <laughs> 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 and things that most people don't like to talk about because it's important. You know, your colon is important. Uh, having a colonoscopy... You know, while the PrEP isn't so much fun, and I don't like to, to go through the PrEP, uh, the colonoscopy is a very important screening procedure to have. And there are also less invasive tests that you can have, uh, like the FIT test. You've heard of those, the cola mm-hmm. tests. Those are less invasive, and they can find uh, blood in your stool, and you can also look for DNA uh, because there are genetic uh, markers and factors for uh, checking to see whether or not you have cancer or Lynch syndrome, uh, which uh, anyone who has Lynch syndrome is uh, uh, has a, a predisposition for a colon cancer. So um, so those tests too, less invasive obviously than a, a colonoscopy, but um, very important to have, but again, screening is is a an yes. absolute must here if you have symptoms. Don't just sit on them. You know,
0: yes. like She's Rach using says. finger quotes right now. Yeah,
1: did everybody on the radio see that? Yeah. Those yeah. air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Don't just sit on this. Yeah. Get to the bottom of it, like Rach says. Um,
0: let's get to the bottom of this. I'm on live like Rach.org right now, and you can go there and follow along. And um and you could just sit here and look at all these pictures all day, too. They're so
1: good. And one thing we would like to do is have, have people read her blog. That's yes. one, one way to get to know yeah. her. She uh, didn't talk about her cancer uh, publicly until about the last, oh, five, five weeks of her life. And then it just kind of exploded out of her. She sat up on the—they uh, had just moved to Brooklyn because she was— Uh, They lived in in New York City, and she was getting her treatment at Memorial Sloan-Kettering Cancer Center, and um, she would sit up on the 46th floor of the building, and it overlooked uh, the Statue of Liberty in downtown Manhattan, and it was was just a a beautiful place. She'd sit up there alone and um, work on this blog, and uh, her writing was just beautiful. It was funny. Um, She threw in a few... uh, words that were ex- expletives but that's how she talked <laughs> so uh <laughs> that was her uh so if you are faint of heart you've got to you can pass over those <laughs> um but that was rage um uh, and yeah so the blog is very much yeah it's very from good from the heart yeah very it's good all rachel
0: Thank you for sharing your girl with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Appreciate it. And, again, go to livelikerach.org, and you can follow along with their story. And, of course, um, get checked. This is is your sign. You'll see blue all month long because it is National Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. And, Pat, thanks so much. Appreciate your time. Absolutely.
1: My pleasure, Amy. Thank you.